Welcome to J House Radio, episode 42. We have our homegirl, the amazing. Uh, she's married to, well, not married to, but she uh, has her very own personal uh, Ghostbuster in her life. Biz. Yay. <laughs> How's it going? Hi, hi. Um, actually, are, are you guys married? No, we're yet? not. Not yet? No, oh, okay. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't think. Well, spiritually, his niece, his, you're his you're niece already made his niece already prepared our um what you call it our wedding. She knows where we're gonna go, what color our dress is, blah blah blah. That scared okay. the hell out of me. <laughs> well, spiritually, I guess you guys are there. Um, Fluffy wants to join the show chat. Fluffy's joining our he's joining our our uh, intro here. And then also we have the amazing, the most talented, the 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 J House Studios mascot Fluffy, is in the house. How's it going, Fluff? How's your day going, Fluff? What you do today? Great talking with you, buddy. <laughs> oh man. And as always, uh, my uh, brother from another mother, Los, Mr. Maui himself. How's it going, man? How you Hola, doing? Mucho gusto. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh man. Shut up. So yeah, guys. Uh we got a few topics topics that we want to jump into. There's a lot of stuff to catch up on. Uh but first thing I want to do is um talk about our next episode that we're doing. We're doing something pretty special that we just planned like literally a few seconds ago. Uh for anybody who's uh watching watching or listening for the first time right now, uh we're doing a very special Ghostbuster Day podcast stream that's gonna be uh live on our YouTube channel next Thursday. So make sure you guys check that out, hit the subscribe button to you know get no- notified when we go live with that. I'm gonna try to see if I can get some Ghostbuster like figurines, like pops or something and like have a bunch, don't worry. <laughs> no, she she's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do this. We have it all on the side of the office. <laughs> I'm literally going to look for like Ghostbuster naughty Halloween costumes. Are you going to so mail them to me? Them. <laughs> oh my God. Los, Los Wood. Los Wood. Of he course he would do that. To, he wants me to model them. <laughs> Just I wasn't so- going to say it, but if you're willing to do it, I mean, I'm not going to say no. G-U-A-A. Come on, man. We got, we got hey, children. Man, shut up. We got yeah, we got chilling checking us out. We'll keep it PG thirteen for real. Uh, That's what black tape is for. Cover up all the good parts. So 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 like just to check the panel, who is uh who is everybody's favorite character from from Ghostbusters? Real quick, I just want to check. Egon. 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 Really? Egon. Okay. Interesting. Would you like Venkman? Yeah, I uh, yeah, that's my guy. I don't know why. I I just always like them. So, because you want to see the line, cats and dogs living together. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like he, he was he like, slimed I, me. he slimed me. <laughs> like he was like the guy that, like, no matter what the temperature of the room was, he can say one thing. It just changed the entire temperature of the room. Like I, I love his sarcasm. He's so fucking sarcastic. I love it. So his timing in the movies was impeccable. It really was. So good. Like I, I feel like if we didn't have him as a character, I don't know if that if those films would have been the same way. If it would have hit the same. I feel sorry you know? for Ray in the movie though. Yeah, he did kind of get the short end of the stick Yo, a little bit. Oh, how much he had to pay on the mortgage on uh on the headquarters? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> for real. 
So yeah, uh, definitely looking forward to the Ghostbuster stream. Make sure you guys check us out. We might have a few surprises for you guys. Um, also, another quick thing I wanted to throw in, uh, Patreon. We officially have our Patreon page done. It is up. It is live. You guys can check us out at patreon.com forward slash jhouse. Or if you're watching this live, just hit exclamation point Patreon in chat and you guys can get a link for that as well. All right, so let's jump into what are we playing, watching, or listening to? Let's start with you, Viv. What are Any... we playing? If you're, not, if you're not playing or watching or listening to anything, you can <clears throat> skip it or, you know, just curious though. Uh, I am not technically playing, but I do watch um, whenever I walk in. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jay is playing the um, Spider-Man. He already finished. He beat the game last week, the Spider-Man game that came out. Yeah. So now he's going back to do what you like to do, KJ, like the um, all the puzzles and all the stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All this, yeah. So he's going back and just you know doing all of that. And then, what am I watching? Um, oh. We have found, and this is for all WWE World Wrestling people fans. That'll be me. That'll be me. <laughs> they found, we found on A&E, it's called the World Wrestling Treasure Hunts. And they have old school, like, you know, iconic World Hall of Famers. And they're trying to find missing um, articles of their costumes or their gimmicks so they could put it into the archives of the WWE. So they really, actually, yeah, wow. it's a super awesome show. So the episode that we recorded is a triple H interviewing Sergeant Slaughter. Wow. And they were going to find, um, his, his hat, his like the whip thing. Yeah. And, um, What's his name? The uh, Iranian guy, the Sharif, somebody. Oh, oh I know wow. you're talking about. Man, what is his name? Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. Yes. Iron Sheik. They were trying to find his boots from the the infamous, you know, uh, what you call it, the boot uh, camp uh, match that they had back in like, yeah. the '80s. So they were that episode was very cool. So we're recording that and we're watching that, um, you know, intermittently because obviously I just so now when you say that they're trying to find this stuff, like where are they looking for? Like, like what, um, what do you they mean? have super fans. They have super fans that they uh, vet and um, McMahon's money is pretty much paying for if, you know, if you have, like, these specific items that are in top-notch quality, they'll offer them money, or, you know, they'll just donate it for, out of the goodness of their heart, so. That is really interesting, like, a &E, I, I, guys, it's on A&E, yeah, A&E, that is so interesting. I would have never thought like I, I've seen a lot of programming through WWE before, but I would have never thought to do a program series where they look for like treasure hunts for all the different wrestlers. I think that is really cool. Yeah, I think I might actually watch that. On episode, we just saw episode five right now. So, oh, wow. That's actually <laughs> that's then, actually a really good suggestion. That's cool. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I might watch out, that. I'll watch an episode of Dealing with Macho Man. 
I think they're going to do one. I just, I'm not sure because Triple H is pretty much spearheading these things because he knows that in the archives there's a lot of world wrestlers that are not recognized for anything. Yeah. Or they don't have their ideal, like, um, the Iron Sheik's cape, for example. They don't have that. They just have the one boot. And they found that the boot was in WrestleMania instead of the actual boot camp championship. So... Like, they're doing all this research and everything, so I'm sure they're going to put a whole bunch of other um, significant players in the world wrestling um, uh, world, you know, that everybody's yeah. aware of, and then they're going to just try to fill those archives up. But I think it's a great show. I think it's really fun. Um, huh. And you see you see the old people, <laughs> not old people, but, like, the older generation of, yeah. you know, the first class, I would say, of wrestlers that hardly anyone understands who they are. Yeah. And, you know, now you see and understand, you know, their their gimmicks and how they impacted the world wrestling, better, like, the world. <laughs> so, yeah. And That's then listening, cool. <clears throat> listening, I've discovered on SiriusXM... They have the 100, uh, top 100 wave. So, like, The Clash. Um, the Clash is pretty much, you know, The Pesh Mode. Like, all these things that oh, I never new heard. Wave. Yeah, yeah. The 100, top 100 new waves of that genre. And it's really oh, fun. That's easy. The Pesh Mode, Erasure, Yaz. Yes. Um, oh. The Clash would have to be in there. Yep, yep. Uh, the Order has to be in there. Yep. Like, there's so many new wave bands. I just, so I have many. so much fun. I'm listening to that station, and it's one of the stations on the app. It's not the actual station in the actual radio, radio. So, um, I I alternate between, <laughs> and then of course my daily my daily drive from Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I'm actually Spotify. I'm actually, cons I've been considering switching to Spotify because there's so many albums that I like that Apple just doesn't have the license to that Spotify does have. And it's yeah. really, yeah, it's really making me considering switching over to Spotify, but I don't know. I just, I just can't get myself to do it yet. I can't get myself to do it. Nah, so. dude, Amazon music, there's where you want to go. You definitely want to go to Amazon music. Really? Higher quality. Better streams, better variety of music, but so not, many things. Even the podcasts alone, tremendous Amazon music. Again, those things are particular to what you like. I personally just like to listen to like brief, you know, news music, news yeah. music, and that's it. And um, Spotify for me syncs up a lot of my stuff that I've had from like iTunes back in the day. Yeah. So it still syncs up my stuff and I still have it all in one account. And I think it's like really, uh, it has, it has some rare albums that you can't find on every other platform. Yeah. So I don't know. And it also pays royalties to the artists. Let's jump into your PWLs, buddy. <laughs> uh, what I'm playing is a game on my phone called Star Trek Timelines. Um, it, it's you play every character from Star Trek, essentially from every generation, every variation, and um, you have to travel through time. It's this weird thing, like the time continuum split, so they all exist at once. 
So you go on different missions, you build up your starship and this, that, and the other thing. You can get whatever class of ship you want, a Defiant class, a Galaxy class, whatever, but you gotta level up. Okay. So I kind of like it, and it's one of those things where um, you can play for 10 minutes, put it down, come back to it a week later, and pick it up again, and things like that. So it's kind of why I like it. Nice. Awesome, awesome. That's cool. Now, so what are you... watching, I am watching Warrior. Oh, I've been wanting to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. The Bro. Whole, the series, right? Yes, the series. It's from, the. Uh, it's based upon the writings of Bruce Lee. Uh, his daughter is the executive producer. Yes. The scenes are really good. Uh, but the, so the good. drama in it is good because it's not too much. It's not too little. It's just it's right. Block, it, man. It's cool yeah. It's very adult. There's a lot of nudity, a lot of sex in it. Um, but it doesn't, like, it fits the story. It's not like, you know, titty just for titty's sake, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. Story. It's titties and extras. It really fight of uh, Asians um, were immigrating from China into the San Francisco area. So it really does highlight, like, discrimination. And this is on Cinemax, right? I think. I'm watching it on HBO Plus, but I believe oh. it's on Cinemax. Okay. So, Los, are you listening to anything new right now or not really? <clears throat> I'm listening to Amelda May. That is rockabilly music. That is kind of like. Um, Interesting. That is kind of a weird kind of rock kind of swing with a very like, light, like modern light touch jukebox. Of Say again? Like postmodern jukebox. Yeah. Yes, Postmodern Jukebox is that too. Uh, Amel DeMay is on it. And what got me onto that, because I listened to Scott Music, and that just wound up on a playlist. And I was like, oh, let me check him out. And Amel DeMay has such a good voice. And they have a cover yeah, of Tainted Love that's one of my top favorites. Yeah, really? Really good. My gosh. Keith, where have you been? <laughs> I, I've, I've been watching Friends. <laughs> listen, listen, no. I, I just keep the trip hop. Yeah, uh, yo, honestly, Los, I I really gotta owe that to you, and like that's part of what I've been listening to lately too. Like I've been listening to like ever since you introduced me to trip hop, I've just been on this major like synth wave, uh, just chill vibe type music for so long, and it introduced me to so many different artists, man. And that's just like a genre that is just so underrated, man. But there's so yeah. much great music. Like I was listening to uh the alive album of portishead you know throwback kind of group right now they don't make music anymore man that is they're coming back yeah what oh my god follow them on twitter son where have you been i used to follow them on twitter i used i follow one of them i forgot which one i follow but they haven't posted in like years so it's just like eh, whatever then i'm i just stopped paying attention to it you have to okay so she sang with the London Symphony and she did this whole series on all of her stuff with Portishead, but through the London Symphony and they did it so beautifully. I mean, I was like crying in tears. But anyway, so I followed her when I saw her on AX, I think it's AX channel on TV, uh, where they have a whole bunch of concerts. And she was doing her concert live on that channel and I was like, oh my so I followed her on Twitter, and then now everything I get from Portishead or her, she's on, and she just announced that she's going to do a thing, 
and they're coming back, and I'm so excited. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Portishead is great, man. Um, as far as what I'm listening to right now, I just started listening to. I'm like halfway through his album. Uh, J Cole dropped a new album. Um, and Viv, I think you said you listened to it, right? The yeah, off season. I heard it all. It wasn't wasn't what I expected, and that's not a bad thing. Um, I personally only recognize J Cole from him doing a collaboration with Miguel. And his original first J. Cole, you know, uh, the R&B album that he dropped, like, many okay. moons ago. But I wasn't expecting him to be such a vocal, more like a rapper kind of dude. Swag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. After those two albums or those two tunes that I heard of him, I haven't heard anything else. Okay. And I know, you know, Co-World, that's like his thing, and I get it, <laughs> but like, I wasn't aware that he was so vocal, like, in terms of, like, rhythmically vocal, like, not a singer, more so a rapper. Yeah. And it was very impressive, but it wasn't, like, there are some parts of that album that I'm not too inclined to listen to again, but yeah. there are other parts that are just absolutely, like, really good, yeah yeah i i I would have to say from like i've been following j cole since he came out like i remember seeing one of his very first few concerts when i saw rihanna like years ago like he was opening act for her uh so i've been following him since like the beginning and uh lyrically he's definitely one of the top dogs that's in the that's in the business right now next to drake next to uh kendrick like when you think of lyricists like those are some of the guys you think of because yeah, of post malone in that category would you put post malone in there um me personally no okay. i i mean i don't know i, I feel like his style is just a little more poppy more like college. I... yeah yeah it's, it just seems a little more poppy um how come you don't like uh j cole los i'm just curious i don't he just doesn't appeal to me okay it's cool no, i mean i'll play him at a party if they ask me to you know I'll, yeah. put, I'll put him in rotation but not something i would choose what i'm playing i'm currently playing resident evil 8 and i gotta say i am freaking loving it freaking loving it i i think um for me this might possibly be game of the year material for me honestly uh i've been a big fan of resident evil since the beginning um i feel like this one they take a little bit of a departure from the zombie mechanic a little bit um i haven't finished the game i'm maybe about halfway through at this point maybe a little more than half uh Did you, you... Play the demo online? yeah i played the demo um yeah, I saw that screen. yeah um it, it's 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 so eerie man like resident evil the past two resident evils do something to me that not too many horror games do it literally scares the shit out of me literally like exactly exactly it's it's crazy <laughs> queen what's up how you doing thank you for stopping by the uh the, the podcast today much appreciated um queen could attest she watched some of my resident evil streams i don't think i've ever jumped as much as i have jumped in a game from playing resident evil it's freaking scary as hell you feel like you're going through these house of terrors to like uh to find your daughter basically uh find your wife um, and I just think they do it very well. Um, if anybody who knows Resident Evil, I feel like this game kind of calls back to Resident Evil 4, one of the best in the franchise. 
and it, it gets back to that horror aspect before resident evil 7 i feel like the franchise was kind of going towards like a michael bay kind of thing where it was like turning real trying to go from all like horror film to action film uh and this game is, is just amazing uh it being in first person makes it more immersive uh the uh, characters you face are just just full of different like they're just very like like they're very charismatic basically and that's something that this uh franchise has suffered for like having characters that you don't care about but uh this one does it well you have vampires you have likings and it's just a great freaking game and it's it's fun it's a fun game so you have likings yeah likings like the werewolves yeah likings yeah and i was i was surprised by that too when i heard that they were going to have likings in it i was a little surprised because i'm a big fan of what's that vampire movie underworld underworld, underworld. i love underworld and, and and honestly like you kind of you kind of get that feel in this game basically with the likings like they play a big role in it um but yeah i'm, I'm loving it i haven't finished it yet so once i finish it i'll definitely let you know is no, it when like I think that of the full Batman game. game that you were playing, the Arkham Asylum one, is it that long? Um, it doesn't feel like it's gonna be that long because um, I don't want to say too much by spoiling it, but yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it's gonna be that long. I think some people say they finished it in like twenty or less hours, maybe. So okay. depending on how much you take your time, but it's on all platforms except for Switch. Uh, it's a beautiful game, freaking beautiful. So definitely check it out if you're into horror games for sure um what am i watching uh i just got finished watching tenet did any of you guys <gasps> watch it yet i'll say no? anything i it's on my watch list oh, it's on your watch list, watch list. why oh, that face Lowe's? why that face i know yeah, i see the trailer and i'm like it's it doesn't smelling look poop or something man i know <laughs> it, it looks like a like a watered down uh inception um i'm not going to spoil anything like she said but it does it it does Not give you inception here. vibes it gives you inception vibes it really does um i still watch it <laughs> yeah i mean honestly after watching this film i see why they wanted this film to be released in theaters this film is an experience it's not just a, a movie you just you just get some popcorn and just watch it and then forget about it this film is definitely an experience uh there are some things oh, they oh what you say so it was end game oh no end game end game was just on a different just, level it's just oh man <laughs> i'm so glad i was able to watch it and i had the theater all to myself that day <laughs> i was like yeah i i was so glad i watched that movie screen. huh so you could talk to the screen yeah there yeah you go. Shit, what you gonna do now exactly <laughs> I was so glad that I watched that movie in, in theaters. Side note, by the way, in game was an amazing I experience. Had, I had a box of tissues all ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I would say, I mean, for me, this the story didn't carry me too well in this film. I didn't really care for it too much. Um, but there are just some things they do with special effects in this film that is just like it blows my mind. It's like, an Apple based, like Apple is produced, produced it, right? No. Apple? I don't think so. Um, IMDb, who, who, who produced Tenet? Los, do you know? No, but I can IMDb it. Yeah, IMDb that. Um, 
I don't think Apple produced it though. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a it's a Christopher Nolan film. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like you know how you know we how know. his work goes. Exactly, you we know. know how that works. Yeah. Uh, but this yeah. film. <laughs> <laughs> uh this film won academy awards for best production design and best visual visual effects uh this year and actually no it was nominated for best production but it won for best visual effects and well deserved like i said the the, the special effects in this movie are just it, it's bananas dude it's it's some didn't stuff he in here uh what say it again didn't he also do interstellar yeah. nolan nolan i think so i'm not 100 percent sure don't one with don't Sandra bullock right no i don't think Sandra no, bullock no, no, was in no, that the one with um uh matthew mcconaughey matthew mcconaughey yeah i don't oh I don't yeah know. yeah yeah i don't know yeah, yeah. but uh yeah it's uh just based off the special effects alone i i think it's definitely worth the experience to be honest with you i think it's worth the experience so um so yeah that's our pwl um, do any of you guys have a random fact that we want to jump into before we jump into our soul topics real quick? Uh, I have one. Hold on one second, one second. Dance music can help ward off mosquitoes. What? <laughs> Dance music will help you ward off mosquitoes? According to a 2019 study published in the Journal of Attica Topica, the Skrillex song Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites combines very high and low frequencies as well as excessive loudness and constantly escalating pitch that discourages yellow fever mosquitoes from biting victims and mating. Then again, Skrillex could stop anybody from mating. All right, chat. So there we go, guys and listeners. If you have mosquitoes, turn on Skrillex really loud. And you can get rid of them. There you go. There you go. I have one. I have I one. Oh, you have one? Let's honey, go. Let's hear it. Honey bees are more likely to dance for their nest mates if they've been given cocaine. What? <laughs> <laughs> Here's my, wait, wait. Here's my question. Like, how do you... Time. What honey makes... Bees, okay. Honey bees. And meanwhile, just know, sign out, honey bees are the important bees, not the asshole bees. Yeah, not the honey asshole ones. are more likely to dance for their nest mates they have their own dance party if they've been given cocaine <laughs> what okay here's my thing when people come up with these facts about stuff in the world <laughs> i sometimes wonder what makes you think to try that <laughs> like who woke up and said you know what i want to <laughs> give a honeybee some cocaine today <laughs> like wh what like how do you how do you know that <laughs> Like I, I just I, I don't understand Somebody it. Like was really high and said, come with me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was one of those drugged up actors from like back in the day who had like bees for pets and then he accidentally like spewed it in their face. Like oh wait a second, look they're doing something, they're reacting. You gotta put. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I just I just don't I don't understand. Then, that another one. fun fact because I have a love for octopus octopies. Octopi. An octopus. An octopus actually has six arms and two legs, not eight legs. They're six all tentacles. Arms. They're all tentacles, but there's six arms and two legs. Interesting. Not eight legs. 
Six arms and two legs. Okay. So could you imagine if, if that thing was like on land, standing up on his legs with boiling about? <laughs> Three words were coming to my head. Run, forest, run. <laughs> Come here, Maui. <laughs> Chat, could you imagine that? No, thank you. Oh my it's god. An, it's, it's a mini Cthulhu on on land. <laughs> that that would be terrifying, dude. That would be so freaking terrifying. Oh, one man. of my favorite friends. <laughs> Here's 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 one of my here's one of my random facts. Uh, this is from facts.net. A gene is the cause of one being negative almost all the time. So if you're having a day and you're just being an asshole, you're being negative Nancy. It's because you have that negative Nancy gene in your bones. Is that the Karen gene? What is? Does it, does it say what kind of gene it is. Is it Levi's? Wow. <laughs> for some reason, for like a second, I thought you was being so serious. I was like, no, it doesn't say what. <laughs> oh, yeah. You made Kate do the face palm. He's like, oh, Lord. Oh, God, no, not that. That was good. She did a funny, guys. She definitely did a funny. That, that was impressive. I like that. Oh, so wow. often the brain works. Yeah, you know. Old Every so often. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, let's get ready to jump into our news topics real quick. Um, and I guess I'm going to kind of jump into this topic to get it out the way, get the negativity out of the way. I wanted to get your guys' quick opinion on the um, Andrew Brown shooting that we got video footage of. Uh, so there was that happened here, right? Yeah, I think so. Happened? When he was in a car. Yeah. North so. Carolina? Yeah, so there was video footage of uh, a young black man named Andrew Brown. I guess he was being served for a warrant for his arrest. Uh, a bunch of uh, like task force officials popped up on him with guns, AKs, like 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 they were literally about to raid a house type, you know, arsenal. And I, th I guess he was getting in his car um, as they approached the car. Uh, he like backed up. And then try to like speed away. He almost hit one of the one of the uh, officers, uh, and then they loaded like fourteen bullets into the car. So, like now, there's like a question of like, should they have done it to that extreme? Should they have just shot the tires? I just want to kind of get your guys' opinion on that real quick. Uh, there's two things you have to look at. It one is um, police officers are under a lot of stress. One. And they have a tendency to overreact if they have a lot of stress. Two, if he almost hit a police officer with his car, they're instantly going to think he's violent. Should they have unloaded as much? Absolutely not. Should they have probably found a different way? Yeah, they should have. You know? Yeah. Um, but I don't have enough information to actually give a worthy opinion. I can only speculate. Um, and... Once you start running away, you're resisting arrest. And once you start resisting arrest, you, by doing that, have unfortunately uh, opened up a, a, a bad can of worms and these cops aren't thinking rationally at that point. It's high stress, it's adrenaline, and they're not going to make the best judgment. <clears throat> and then yeah. something you also... Not that I'm defending them, I'm just saying that, right. you know, um, the, the, the cops went overboard. But um, once they feel their life is in danger with him almost running 
hung over a cop, their brain isn't thinking, let me handle this a different way. They're going to think very differently. And again, him probably hitting them was probably, you know, not his intent, but, you know, that's, you know, uh, that's after the fact. And after the fact, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, And we can say anything we want. We weren't there. We, we don't know what happened. And again, like I said, they went overboard. But um, yeah. we weren't there allow to... Me, allow okay. me to interject just one thing. Um, coming from New Jersey, New Jersey, we have a different perception on safety cops and everything because down here we're allowed to conceal and carry we're allowed to have weapons in our possession and in our cars so cops down here are even more inclined to be on stress because there's any given time they can just whoever they're stopping they can just you know yeah and shoot and go um, but like Carlos said, the moment that you evade any kind of resistance, like if you're running your car and you're trying to like escape, you're already in their bad juju set, you know, like in that radar, in that box of yeah. you are doing wrong. But at the same time, there's a lot of situations happening because it's, Black Lives Matter. It's because there's racial profiling. It's because the cops were, uh, you know, white or they were not black or what have you. They were sheriffs or they were deputies. It depends on the caliber, on the category of the officer. Um, law enforcement now is under so much scrutiny, particularly down here because of that you know and it's yeah. not always it's not always a welcoming thing anymore you know there is a very little respect uh, for them um i mean a firefighter is loved more than a cop down here <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think, yeah it seems like in most well, yeah. places yeah <laughs> but like i mean in general on on a on a general standpoint um but i do um agree with carlos that the law enforcement officers here are under so much stress and scrutiny that, you know, body cams are the best thing for their defense in any way. Um, yeah. And if they don't use it properly and if they don't abide by law and protocol properly, then they should be, um, you know, detained, not detained, but like reprimanded. Yeah. And they should be given you know, either their detention or something like that, a disciplinary action should be in place. Uh, but for what it's worth, this guy already was in the bad. He was in the red with law enforcement. Because yeah. he had a but, but But him trying again, to avoid arrest puts him even more in the red. Yeah. And the cops, because they're trying to protect everything, they're just, you know, but yeah, yeah but at the right. same token, I mean, I mean, they showed up with AR-15s. Right, you know? they shouldn't um, have done that. I think that should not have is, been the case. Um, why do they think they need that? You know, I mean, because down here, everyone has the ability where, to have a weapon. Yes, but there are very few cases where an AR-15 is necessary. Is he's a drug kingpin? Yeah, I can understand all the hardware, but. You know, um, a lot of people react in fear, and he, he might have just reacted in fear. 
you know. Yeah, run, I mean, but... yeah, somebody pulls up to your car with some AR-15s, uh, you're going to be spooked. I don't care if you're a drug dealer or not. Like, that's not a pleasing sight. Like, there was literally, like, a, like a, a truck. Like, there was literally, like, a truck full of uh, officers sitting in the bed. With, with, yeah, with, with their guns ready, cocked ready, and, you know, loaded. So it's got to be a very intimidating sight. I, I don't know. I just thought it was uh, very, uh, very interesting. According to an article in CNN, um, and this is to quote, um, to quote this article by Eric Levinson and Melissa Alonzo, um, they said that... Um, they did not follow their own policies, the cops, and they were not being safe during the whole entire interaction. They weren't. No, they were not. Yeah, because and... like, because like, my thing is like, I, like I, I saw the video footage. Just only like maybe ten seconds, if that. This is yeah, like, uh, you're, you're just firing out into the open. Kids could have been out there. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know who was in the car. It, it happened during the daytime. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth City is not a big city here down in North Carolina. It's a very, very quiet, small city. And, it, you know, it's like Lynnhurst, you know, if you guys think about it that way. It's that kind of a town. It's quite, everybody knows everybody's business. Yeah. Um, and for what it's worth, it was the county sheriff who came to do and serve that warrant it wasn't a local cop it wasn't the local police it was the county sheriff what so, yeah, but still, sop standard operating procedures is to to block his exit they should have used the the, the pickup to block his right, exit exactly and then proceed forward yeah um, very true i didn't think about that he, he also there, there's had, a lot of he also had two felony warrants and the search warrant was towards getting his stuff in his car you know so yeah it was two felony warrants on his name you know he was already in the red but the treatment and again it's the speculation it's it's a very hairy situation like you have to be super uber sensitive yeah um and tactful in how you surgically go about dealing with it and not everybody has that, that ability anymore because everybody's so jaded yeah again it falls back to police officers need constant psychic evaluations to see if they have ptsd and um to see if they they're still mentally capable to do the job if they're not mentally capable they shouldn't be doing the job you know yeah uh, my brother's a cop so many of my friends are cops and and let me tell you something you know i see that stress and they need that evaluation for their mental health and for the public safety yeah i just feel like when it comes to this kind of topic there's not really like uh just a one answer fits all so it's always a lot of gray area this uh a lot of these times where we get video footage of things happening we can give our opinions on it uh but like will said sometimes it's hard to really judge it because we don't know like 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 you said why did they go there with that kind of arsenal like what happened what what made them think hey we need to go in there guns blazing like call of duty you know what i mean like what made yeah. them think that 
So obviously, it's probably more to the story. I, I just I just uh, saw the video footage today. I just wanted to kind of get you guys' opinion on it because that's kind of like the main topic that's going on right now is people are just trying to figure out like, man, was this too much? We don't know. So yeah. um, on a lighter note, uh, did any of you guys get to check out the um, Venom 2 trailer? Or, or actually, did you see Venom 1 first off? Yeah. We'll jump into that. Thank saw you. Venom 1 and saw the trailer. Uh, they could have done better with the trailer. Really, you think so? I, I kind of feel the same way too, honestly. <laughs> I, I thought feel... it was nice. I thought it was, it was, like, the movie itself, it's so, it's Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hardy. Just, That's what you gotta Tom say. Tom Hardy has a lot of special actor. <laughs> okay, what does that mean? <laughs> um... Listen, he was in he was in Batman as Bane. Yeah. So with that, you couldn't understand a word he said. Exactly. I could understand. I could not understand a damn thing he said throughout that entire film. He, Seriously. He is particular on how he acts. Um, you know, he did a rom com with the guy who did Star Trek. I forget his name right now. Um, but with Reese Witherspoon, um, they were fighting for the same girl. Mm-hmm. And he was like a secret agent or something, and they would like spy on each other because they. Oh, you guys seen oh that yes, yes. You seen oh that? my god, that was a funny fucking movie. It was a funny, and he was funny there. He's good and slapstick funny, and I think they're trying to mesh the dramatic aspect of who he is as an actor and put it in a funny comedy, yeah, connected situation. So Venom One tried that. In my opinion, Venom Two, I feel like it's gonna go in the same direction. So, but the trailer was very well thought out. I think I think it was very nicely done for a trailer. So, <laughs> I'm just Carnage is such an evil character in the comic books. So I don't know how they're gonna, you know, how they're gonna get to that evil enough for for um for the regular audience, like. Yeah, I, it's it's funny you say that. I was thinking the same thing when they say they were doing Carnage. I was part part of me, like the comic book part of me, was like, oh yeah, Carnage on film, hell yeah, I, I've been waiting for that for decades. But like thinking about how the last film was, I'm just like, I I don't know if they're gonna do that character justice. I feel like I'm gonna be disappointed to to be honest because of how that character is and because of the PG thirteen rating. I just don't think they're gonna be able to really let Carnage be Carnage. You know what I mean? Uh, and is gonna be like channeling his um that that movie he did um where, where he played a serial killer. Oh, um, the, uh, damn! What was it? Was it the replacements? Wait, no, not the replacements. No. Um, Woody, Woody, Woody Harrelson did a film years ago where on the cover he's wearing like sunglasses without the arms on it. Um, what is the name of that film? These uh, I am the Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. Oh, yeah, yes. Yes. Norman Reedus. Yes. I remember that film. I haven't watched it in forever, but yeah, I remember that film. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I was not a big fan of the original Venom film. I just, I felt like Tom Hardy's character was just very weird. Like you said, he does slapstick comedy very well, but when he does like super serious stuff, depending on the serious stuff, but when he's trying to be okay. serious and funny, it just feels weird. I, I can't get with his uh, character as uh, 
Eddie. Eddie Brock. I, I just can't get with it. I, I just don't like it. It's not interesting. I didn't find the first uh, Venom interesting. I'm going to watch the second one because it's Carnage. Like, why not? But I I, I don't think it's going to... You can watch because of the podcast. Uh, yeah, and because of the podcast to talk about how much I probably didn't like that one. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not counting on it to be good. If it is, I will give it props. I will give it props. I mean, Woody Harrelson is in it. That's a very interesting cast choice right there. Um, but I'm gonna watch it. I mean, we'll see. This is supposed to be leading into like the next phase of like the whole Spider-Man universe. So let's see where it goes. Oh, inside you. Also did the voice for for Venom. Yep. Oh, really? Interesting. Yep. I, I I thought they used like a different guy's voice, but that's actually pretty cool no, that he did that. That's his voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we know because you know, he did Bane. Yeah. He can do voices. <laughs> um, he can he can do I, voices that we can't understand, of course. Of course. <laughs> let's let's jump into our show topic here. I'm probably gonna skip a few topics today. Um. So Twitch, Twitch is in the news again, as always. When are they never in the news? Uh, they there's a Twitch streamer, Amareth, who has recently gotten her ad revenue suspended by Twitch. She is what you would consider a bikini, plastic tub. I mean, plastic pool streamer, where she sits in a plastic pool. They call her a hot tub Twitcher. Hot like tub. That. There you go. Hot tub Twitch streamer. Um. And wow. yeah, that's that's her content basically. Uh, welcome and to Twitch, people. <laughs> welcome to Twitch. Um, so I think that this happened because Twitch is trying to change the image of their platform. Um, obviously, that website makes money based pretty much mostly probably off of ads and, and things like that. Um, so if an ad, if a company who's trying to get an ad on your website goes to your website and they see a girl in a bikini in a pool, they're like, whoa, like, I don't want to put this Disney ad on your website, you know? So as a content creator, what do you guys think? Do you, do you think that's fair to her for taking away one of her revenue streams? No. It's not fair to her because it is not against the terms of service. Very true. Mic drop. That's it. And so, the conversation. That's it. End the conversation <laughs> for me. Not yep. against the terms of service. They're nowhere in the terms of service does it say that. So she be she should be allowed her revenue, and they should have warned her ahead of time, because you know what? She brings in she brings in people. She brings in money for advertisers. You know, so she should have been warned. Hey, we're changing our terms of service. This is going to happen. You know, uh, you you're warned. So decide what you want to do. Yeah, I and and uh, the the word is that apparently there wasn't even a conversation with the uh, content creator when it happened. It's just that they just deactivated it and that was it. Uh, there's always a constant conversation in the content creation space where a lot of people are a little upset when women are using their body to basically make content, and you have other content creators who aren't doing that, whether they're making music or whether they're doing woodworking streams or cooking streams, and a lot of creators feel like the integrity of the platform or just content creation in general is being overran by softcore porn. So I don't know, Viv, what's your perspective on it as, as a woman? Like, I'm just well, curious to see. So there's always a double edged sword and it's always a catch 22. I mean, if I were to come here in a bikini top or whatever that has like, you know, the legs of your Christmas story thing hanging from my <laughs> and of course, everybody will be like Carlos, right? <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, do you, girl, do you? what does 
what does that say about me? Like, how how do I how do I want to be portrayed? Because then you think about it. I might be 22 years old and do it, and then like when I'm 42 and I'm trying to apply for a particular job or something, and they see that, yeah, that's gonna be you know reflective of me. So I always say, as a female in the media or social media, from any standpoint. Um, <clears throat> do things that you know you will be okay to see in 15 years. You know, who would have guessed 10 years ago I had super <clears throat> black hair and now I have like blonde streaky hair, you know, like it's yeah. a total different, you know, it's a totally different look, it's a totally different feel and, you know, you're not always, you know, with the times or with the styles or whatever, but um, yeah. Content wise, if it's making money for you as a woman who is an entrepreneur, I would say just be mindful of that because you will get a lot of backlash. She's getting backlash because she is doing the kind of content that she wants. And yeah. like Carlos says, the terms of service and the terms and agreements that the content creator has doesn't always translate well when it comes to the legality part of it and then because she's female there's other stuff on top of that and the stigma of being a female in an all-male world not to be you know offensive to anyone but still we have that stigma where women are still viewed a specific way still. Wait, i'm offended i'm offended get off the show i'm done i'm just jealous <laughs> that i can't earn money by sitting poppers in a hot tub <laughs> they're not our chubby chasers. Oh man. <laughs> pew, no, pew, bro, pew. but listen, I mean, yeah, I am making jokes, but the reality is it's not against the terms of service. They should not have denied her, her ad revenue. Okay. She is following she's playing by the rules and punishing her. And I think that is very unfair. Point blank. Yeah, it's it's it sucks, man. So I mean it's Yeah, and, and you always have to tread lightly. As a female, you always have to tread lightly on where you're standing with social media on any platform. Be it a popular one like Twitch or anything normal like an Instagram or um TikTok or whatever. Because there's always gonna be people who are gonna evaluate that and say, Oh, she's doing this because of blah or Look at that, you know. Yeah. And they're gonna think what you said, like you know, it's it's soft core, soft core porn. You know, like yeah. why are we having you know half naked women on certain levels for certain things? I agree. I agree. I just uh, it it, it sucks. Um, I mean, especially when it's when it's your career. But uh, as far as the other people who are like complaining about it, man, if, if you're having problems with your content, you just need to get more creative. If that's how they have their hustle, do your thing. I mean, that's like going out here saying, oh, well, all the strippers in the world should be fired because, you know, they make more money than me. Like, what? what and go find another way to make more money. Like, just get over it. Like, or that's go just start stripping yourself. Oh, go start stripping yourself, man. <laughs> Open your own Pornhub channel. I mean, there you go. Pornhub has a community. Everybody, you know, Red X. What's the other one? OnlyFans. (laughs) You got OnlyFans out there. We're gonna jump into one of our main topics that I just want to like jump into before we get out of here. Um, so we're like pretty much getting to the halfway point of 2021. We had a lot of great content, games, film, TV shows, etc., etc. I wanted to know for each of you what what 
that's coming later on this year what are you looking forward to that's coming later on this year and what do you think people should be uh kind of looking forward to as well what would you recommend or something that you're excited uh, about basically i'll go second so i'll to you if you start okay um okay so, <laughs> hold on there was a i need to just check to make sure there's an hbo movie that's coming out okay um, this is probably going the one time he doesn't want to have diarrhea of the mouth I know. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go first then no no it's okay <laughs> um yeah 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 go ahead it's okay oh no okay. no no wait 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 wait. i found it i found it okay so, um last week uh we did a movie night because um obviously we still can't go to our theaters down here because they're still closed um but slowly they're opening up um but we saw the movie those who wish me dead with angelina jolie and it was one of those haphazard things that we didn't realize that it was on hbo plus or hbo max okay and it was fantastic it had really? the guy from walking dead it had um uh it had beast from the x-men it had a little boy who looked like baby beast <laughs> um but he he was he was amazing and um you know it the acting was great the scenery was fantastic i mean the whole thing was just outstanding and though angelina bless her heart is how she is she did still a good job like she did an excellent job like she has the Lara Croft thing going because it's in the wild and she's a survivalist and she's you know taking care of you know fire station tower thing but it was it was a very good movie I recommend it if you all have like HBO Max because that's a good thing <laughs> to have oh wait this is out already this yep. is out already Oh yeah. no! The question no. The question was what what's what's coming later this year oh, that space, you're looking. The Space Jam, uh, also the Space Jam Legacy. Oh LeBron okay King. okay. Um, and then um, the other one was oh, shoot, where is it? Space Jam. I'm a little iffy about that. I feel like that's gonna be bad. I, I'm. I'm not... <laughs> Like, like I, whoa! This movie, Wish Me Dead, looks freaking insane. Holy crap! I might need to watch this. It's a very, it's it starts out slow, but it rolls really, really quickly, and it's a fantastic um, movie. Um, Matrix is coming out at the end of the year. Matrix! I forgot that was coming out. That's this year. Mm -hmm. I thought that was coming out next year. Me too. Ooh. Uh, the Ghostbusters movie is coming out. Um, I'm looking forward to that. that uh, In the Heights is coming out in June. Um, I'm a big fan of Lin Manuel Miranda, and he is one of my favorite all-time Broadway show people. Mm -hmm. um, he has done an excellent job trying to keep. Okay, so any of you have seen Rent in on Broadway at all? Oh, I haven't seen it on Broadway, yeah. no. You just no, saw the movies, no. I'm assuming, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So, so, I, I, <laughs> I love that show. I saw it when it first came out with the original cast. And it was a fantastic show. It was a different spin on life. 
uh, for the Broadway community. And when it first came out, I was one of the first people to see it in the actual, you know, um, stage. Um, and it's been with me. It's stuck with me for a while. Lean Manuel Binanda pretty much had the same feeling because he saw the Rent movie and he saw the Rent show and he saw Rent, Rent, Rent everywhere. So that's what draw uh, made him create all these different musicals and stuff for Broadway. In the Heights was his and first he wrote the music for Moana. And he did write the music for really? Moana. Really? Yes, yeah. he did. He composed it and put it all together. He was. He's a one, like, he's a man, a force to be reckoned with. Because he is outstanding in everything that he does. Now, he did In the Heights as a project. So he did it off-Broadway. He thought it wasn't going to make any difference to the world. Apparently, it took off. And mm. that got him his first Tony right off the bat. Oh, wow. So... So the fact that this is gonna be a movie, it's gonna, it, it's so great, and half of the cast of Hamilton is gonna be in it. So, <laughs> if you've seen Hamilton on Disney Plus, you're gonna see most of of the cast in this movie coming up, and I'm really, really stoked about it. Um, not because it's a musical, but it's because it's representing a section of New York City that usually goes untouched or people are scared to be in that section because the heights in in washington heights in new york city it's not a very pleasant area it's very saturated very full of different cultures and everything so yeah. um there's also a lot of violence a lot of you know crazy stuff that happens up there so um it opens up the door to the people um to see what you know new york uh, washington heights is all about the culture the the melting pot of, you know, all Latinos and all Hispanic people and all Caribbean people all together. So Yeah, I'm I saw really the trailer for that. That 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 looks really interesting, you know, that they're giving it that perspective, basically, mm -hmm. you know. So and his word like he's really he's a fantastic wordsmith. Like the dude can talk about anything. Like and he can <laughs> rap about anything. Yeah. And like when he did that stuff in front of the president when he was in front of Obama, that was fantastic. Cause yeah. he just started spitting lyrics out like pew, pew, pew. and then it's like <laughs> I'm not done with it yet, but it'll eventually become a musical and boom, Hamilton came out. You know, like Yeah. <laughs> true indeed, so, true indeed. Um yeah. so those are my things. I know there's also the concerts with Metallica and um Oh, what's the other band? There's like three bands that are going to be on tour with uh, two other bands that are going to be on tour with Metallica. So they're doing a tour now. Evanescence is going to be with um, Hailstorm. Evanescence, Evanescence and Hailstorm is going to come out on a, on a tour as well. And I'm really hoping, hoping, hoping that I can get tickets. <laughs> because <laughs> I really want to go see them. Yeah. I also want to. If you're listening, we wouldn't mind a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. yeah right um and then of course chris stapleton he's touring around as well and i'm really excited because he's going to be touring in jersey and then he's going to go straight here mm -hmm. so i really hope i get to see this and then i know mana was supposed to do a, a tour and mana is a band in, in a spanish rock band and they're one of my favorite bands ever and i hope mm -hmm. they come back because i would love to see them back here yeah um, 
hockey season is, is, is well on its way out, so we're really excited that at least the Carolina Hurricanes are still playing. So that's stuff that I'm really excited about. I mean, there's a ton of stuff. I'm just, you know, giving yeah. it. <laughs> <You're sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hey, it's all good, wow, man. It's all good. much shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all good. Sorry all for good. my verbal vomit. <laughs> hey, that's what that's what podcasts are for. They're exactly. verbal vomit, verbal vomit bags. That's what a podcast <laughs> is. Um, that sounds so disgusting. Um, go ahead, Los. What about you? What is what is some content that you're looking at? Stuff. All sci-fi stuff. The Orville, uh, Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Lower Decks, Star Trek Picard season two. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the last season of The Expanse. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's just that simple. Again, I like a lot of escapism when I watch television, but I don't want to see anything. I want to see something else. I have enough of reality to be brought to a different world, a different universe, point of view, and things like that. You know, the more positive, the better, but at the same time, like Expanse, you know, I kind of like all the drama there uh, and, and where it's set. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I like your sci-fi telenovelas. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Interesting. You know? and, and the thing that really gets me most excited about the Orville is they had to shut down in the middle of production because of uh because of the, the Rona. So oh, really? four four or five episodes they shot and then they had to shut down production and they're picking up and going on. Like one of the main cast had a baby, another of the main cast in the in the time of Corona, like a lot of stuff has happened. You know, two main cast members got married to each other. And got... Oh, really? They were getting married to each other? <laughs> no, they got married, then they divorced. Oh, wow! Really? Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, like under a year. It, it was. It was interesting. Well, yeah, I, I never got a chance to check out the Orville. Honestly, I, I've been like curious. Where Just... is that? Where is that being broadcasted? Um, it was originally on Fox, but now it's on Hulu. Okay, okay. It's a oh, it's the first two seasons on Hulu. Okay, it started out kind of Galaxy Quest, but then it turned into more um, hard, not hardcore sci-fi, but more like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really good. It's really good. The, the one thing I don't like is they focus on one character too much. I yeah. wish it would focus less on him because to me, he's the least interesting character. Oh, um, oh and um, let me, um, um, one thing I forgot on okay. Hulu, since you mentioned it, um, uh, the Handmaid's Tale, season four. Oh, I oh, tried. One, I tr- I tried watching that on Hulu. The new uh, Animaniacs season two. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. This uh, so funny. I tried okay, watching that. It it's too much. It was gradual. It, it missed a few things in my opinion because I was a big fan of the original, which they also have on Hulu, and you can watch all 98 episodes or 99 yeah. episodes. Um, but the new season that got rebooted, if you notice, every time they sing the theme song, they change something in the theme song. Yes. Oh, that's how they used to do it back in the day, right? I think yeah. that's how they used to do it. I don't think they changed it. Yeah, like, they didn't change it as often, but there were times. In this season, like, in the seasons that they have for the Hulu uh, reboot, they change it every time. It's funny. Interesting. But the older theme song is better. Yes. 100%. Of course, course the original is always better. 
also chat like let me know if you guys have anything that you're definitely looking forward to this year for like the second half of 2021 you know that you're interested about i mean that, that you're interested in uh I, I definitely want to check out the orville though I've, i'm kind of intrigued by it uh i just gotta get around to it man like like my backlog is just insanely like large right now so i, yep. I just i just don't have the time to watch <laughs> everything is you can watch an episode now not watch it for three weeks watch a second episode and you don't lose anything because it's episodic yeah so that's that's what's good about it yeah true d oh true. the other thing i'm looking forward to is finally getting rid of these damn masks yes that is one of my choices Oh man, like we're getting to this point where some some counties are not requiring you to wear a mask. Uh even though I sit here and say I can't wait to not wear a mask, even when they man even if they say we don't need to wear it, I'm probably still gonna wear it because I'm so used to wearing it that it feels weird not wearing it. If no, that makes any I, sense. You know what I mean? No, so hundred percent. Um down here, uh the mandate has been lifted. Uh, really? but yet there are stores that still require you to wear masks so if you're outdoors though you don't need to wear it um if you've been vaccinated you don't need to wear it yeah. um i unfortunately can't be vaccinated um because i have anaphylactic reactions to certain vaccines oh and I'm wow not certain, i'm not certain that this vaccine will either be beneficial or will kill me <laughs> so i'm wow I'm kind of on that borderline interesting um, luckily up to now thank god <laughs> um i haven't i haven't been affected by any kind of symptoms and i've been tested twice so i don't have any um any like I'm not prone to it but yeah. you know when you donate blood they can do a test to see if you have the antibodies and I've donated blood several times this year and I have no antibodies so I don't know if maybe it might wow. be like a zombie or something later on in life but um, <laughs> or it might be one of the vaccinated since March so yeah, yeah that's, that's crazy I haven't been vaccinated at all since last year, so. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting close to making the decision to just go ahead and do it. Um, when I first decided I was going to do it, I literally made my appointment and everything, and then like a week before my appointment, we got the notice that the Johnson and Johnson one was like uh, having issues, yeah. and like I signed up for the Johnson and Johnson one, and that happened. I was like, oh crap, I'm just gonna wait now. Your last name too. That's Listen, dude, I work that. where I work. We give out the Moderna vaccine and we give Pfizer. If you need it, I'll see if I can schedule you for a Thursday at three. All right. But yeah, I. Know. Yeah, because it's, um, it's it's pretty easy to get it. You know, to get the vaccine. From what now. I've seen, uh, from what I've seen and heard, uh, down here the Pfizer one is the most successful. It's two shots. Mm -hmm. so you have the first time that they give you the shot. It's not as, you know, you don't get that many symptoms or reactions, but the second time it's, it does pack a punch. So if you do the second dosage, um, just make sure you take like the day. <laughs> so that way you can sort of. I, and drink Gatorade. Both shots did absolutely nothing to me. I wasn't even sore in the injection. It's different for everybody. I had zero. That's yeah, awesome. I I think everybody's body's just different. He's so. Maui, so yeah, he's Maui. Awesome. He can he can withstand yeah. anything. 
Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> um, all right. So my my so my things that I'm like uh l- looking forward to definitely just getting rid of the mask. Uh, I'm looking forward to football again, man. I'm looking forward to getting people back in the stands. Uh, I'm actually gonna try to go to a game this year with my dad. Uh, to see if we can uh, check out at least one Jets game this year. I think I'm just looking forward to like crowd. Uh, it's as weird as it may sound. I'm looking forward to like events again, like whether it's wrestling or football or concert. I'm just looking forward to events, and I know it's going to be hard to get those things to be normal again. But I'm just looking forward to that stuff. You know what I mean? Like interaction with people has been something that we've all been deprived of for a very long time, and I just want to get back to that. Um, another thing I'm looking forward to: Marvel. Um, I mean, there's a lot of great Marvel shows coming out uh, within the next few months. We got Loki, we got the Eternals, uh, we have uh, what's the other sh- movie? Los. Um, damn. Oh, f- um, Shang Chi. Uh, Shang Chi. Oh, yeah, got- no, Shang Chi, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, yeah, Black Eternals. Widow. Yeah, like I just. Uh, Did you all see Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Loved it. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Freaking amazing. If you, if anybody in chat or listening to the podcast have not seen Falcon and Winter Soldier, at least watch Definitely it. Definitely watch it. Just mm-hmm. watch it, man. It's, it's such an amazing show. Uh, I'm just, I'm just like, and anybody who knows us on the podcast, we're really big Marvel heads. We're, we're big comic book heads in general. And I just, I'm ready for this next phase of Marvel. Like this year is very important to Marvel because of the fact that everything's been pushed back and now we're heading into that next phase. So I, I'm just curious to see. The show with um, Hawkeye. Is it Hawkeye? I think yeah. Hawkeye, Hawkeye is getting his own show. I think he is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. That one's coming too, so it should be included in your in your yeah. I'm excited about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm I'm definitely really excited about Loki. I, I I love the Loki character. Uh he's very interesting and uh I feel like this show is gonna hold a lot of weight. I mean all the shows so far hold some pretty decent weight. I but this they put Owen Wilson in it. That was crazy. Yeah, I was not expecting to see Owen Wilson in there. Uh but we're gonna get another interaction with the Tesseract this time around so this could be a really hefty series that could change the future of, of marvel you know what i mean so yeah. yeah i'm just really looking forward to the marvel content um so yeah that's my those are my picks for 2021 uh do you guys have any recommendations before we get out of here today or actually uh, i guess you can say get yeah get vaccinated <laughs> if get if it's vaccinated. something that you feel like you want to do obviously yeah um I don't know, dude. Like, the only thing I'm really looking for is every September I DJ church fundraiser. I don't. Friday night, all of Saturday, and all of Sunday. And I'm hope, hoping that it happens again. So, the because I do it free of charge. So, I'm hoping that the, we, it gets to happen again. So, the church, you know, Wait. I'm not Catholic and it's a church, you know, uh, a house of worship is a house of worship, you know. Wait, wait so you're, so you're DJing for a church? Say again? So you're DJing for a church? I'm sorry, you're you're, yeah, you're audio. They right. have a, a carnival every year for for one weekend, mm. um, and I'm hoping that they do it this year. And if they think that DJ again, and I do it free of charge, and I do three days, and it's a weird, delicate balance between playing music 
for people in their 90s to kids in their teens. It's interesting. Interesting change, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, what about you, Viv? You got any recommendations or anything you want to leave the people with before we get out of here? Recommendations. Um, definitely check out your local artists, um, local museums. Um, I know that there are a few um, exhibits down here that are particularly for those who haven't had a chance to have date night. Um, it's called Van Gogh at Night, and you go to a part of the museum, um, and it's free. Uh, so you can have a picnic, but you have like all different mosaic of audiovisual stuff. Um, I know up in Jersey City, there's the MMA or the MAMA. Uh, mm. the mana building yeah they have fantastic uh, um exhibits on local artists um to support them they sometimes link it to an event i know the last time i was there there was an event with giphy so you make your own giphy and uh <laughs> you you get you get it um sent to your phone and you can use it on the for that day in the event so support your local artists um and I recommend, even though video watching and gaming and being our typical nerdy, geeky selves and just stays in one location, try to do something active outside. Um, there are more parks opening up. There are more trails being opened up. Um, I know that up there in Jersey, you have the wonderful... And I miss it so much at Liberty State Park. <laughs> so go go fly a kite on Liberty State Park because it's so fun to do. <laughs> I can't and fly you know, a kite. I've tried it. I suck. Come on. I it's suck. Simple, I can't fly a kite. It's the simplest <laughs> thing to do. Oh um, man. But yes, enjoy enjoy the the walking outdoors. Just enjoy being outdoors because of the fact that. I feel 100% that the reason why Corona spread so quickly is because we have not been taken advantage of the outdoors as we should. Mm -hmm. um, our immune systems are always decaying quicker because we're inside. Um, when we were little, we used to play in the mud. <laughs> we used to like hang out in the beach. We used to be, you know, rubbed with poison ivy and you know chicken pox and stuff. So like, you know, don't don't negate that from from your lifestyle to be outside, to be outdoors, to get dirty, um, yeah. and and to enjoy having your health good. You know, so take advantage of the outdoors. Get dirty. That's uh, one thing you should definitely take away. Get <laughs> dirty. Uh, <laughs> um, my recommendation if you already haven't tried it yet buy an electric toothbrush it's so weird to say but I've, I've I tried an electric I know I know it's so weird I tried an electric toothbrush for the first time uh when I moved to my apartment so I've been using it for about two months now and I freaking love it dude oh my god it's 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 so freaking cool. I'm not keen on something vibrating in my mouth like <laughs> which one did you get which one did you get um one I, I don't know the exact name of it but it's one of the oral b ones oh, and okay. like you can it has like bluetooth you connect it to your phone and it lets you know when to replace the bristle like it's freaking oh, cool dude how fancy fifi you are fancy oh 
fancy toothbrush for my teeth. Leave it, listen, leave it to Lowe's to always turn everything into a sexual thing. Well, so serious. I was informed, listen, I was informed that there's a Bluetooth something that a man can get for his girl, and he can go away from the house wherever she may be and put it on, and she has to deal with that. Wait, yes, what? It's available. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, guys, if you're checking us out on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell so you can know when we go live or whenever we post content because we do more than podcasting. We do, we're going to be doing short films pretty soon, music, and hopefully I can get Los to throw some of his artwork up on Discord. So we also have a Discord that will also be in the show notes. Um, and we also have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash jhouse. If you guys want to support the podcast or the studio financially, you get special benefits. And all that good stuff like that. So, um, and yeah, that is the bits. Appreciate you guys checking Support us out. These guys. Support these guys. You too. You're kind of part of it a little bit too. We, we got right there. Right there. <laughs> With the live. I mean, for people who, who are just. Bunnies. <laughs> for people who are listening at us, I was just trying to point to Viv and I couldn't find her. Don't forget to bother KJ and tell him where's the chocolate. <laughs> Do not at me. I swear, if anybody asks me on social what? media, about chocolate bunnies. chocolate bunnies. I will KJ, ban you. KJ, aka Chocolate Bunny. Oh my god. Yeah, don't do Hashtag that. Hashtag KJ Chocolate Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're going to get out of here. Appreciate you guys hanging out, checking us out, showing love. And oh, uh, before we go, shout oh, out to oh. Hacker because he, he watched the show today. Oh, Hacker was in here today? Yeah. Yay. And that's the other thing, man. Big ups to anybody watching live, man. I do appreciate you guys lurking in chat, checking us out, just hanging out, you know, even if you're not saying anything in chat, we really do appreciate you guys watching us live. Hell, my mom was in here tonight. Big ups to her, man. Hi. Big ups to my mom. I'm not I'm not sure if she's in chat. You know, uh Venus Vargas. Wow, I know you guys remember Venus. She she was actually in chat too. I'm calling you out. I'm not sure if it's still here. But yeah, big ups to the live audience. Lisa, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hi, Lisa. So, any audio listeners, man, you want to watch the show live, man? Patreon, uh, go to youtube.com forward slash the J House, man. You can watch us live for sure, for sure. All okay. right, for real, for real. We're out of here. We got to go. Later, guys. Later. Bye. <laughs>